on your break. It's like, that's all Cheers and welcome to From Behind the Barcast, the podcast for bartending, service industry, drinking in general. I'm Paxton. We have Clint, the mayonnaise marauder Moses over there. And today, Kelly with the bad belly couldn't be here. Poor Kelly's belly. But we have Franklin and Maddie, two of our very close friends. Thank you guys for joining us. They're going to be uh, switching them cameras around and hopefully uh, boisterously laughing in the background. If we're funny. If, if we're, we're funny. funny. That famous know. bathroom, Franklin. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you don't. Franklin uh, from the famous bathroom. That's correct. <laughs> That sounds like Look a you live from the ceiling of the bathroom. It sounds like a cookie company. Franklin's famous ceiling cookie. <laughs> uh thank you to all the patrons uh for uh uh helping us out and uh getting the AC cut back on. Not really, that was free. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, for for getting me a massage so I could be here today. Oh, nice. my, yeah. my back you, doesn't work. You got a little hurt, didn't you? Yeah. And uh yeah, so uh, just uh, right out, right in the open uh speaking of patrons and uh people that we like uh I don't know if you can hear it over the microphone, but if you're watching on Spotify or YouTube, I have a Ken Yasker for Governor 2026 shirt on. And he will be holding a, uh, a rally at Huckapoo's Sunday, September 10th at noon. And uh, I'm personally endorsing him for Governor. And uh, he sent me this blurb. A blurb, huh? A blurb. Well, well that's what I called it. Uh, it was on just Sunday, to, just not on to, Saturday. You told me Saturday the other day, and I was um, like, I was like, he's gonna do a rally during the Georgia game, because that would be Sunday. A, yeah, it's Sunday. That, that makes a lot okay. more sense because then you don't have to, mm. you have to fight the football crowd. So here's here's the short of it, because uh, you know I don't want to speak too much for him, but this is what he sent me. He said, uh, so he's a moderate Republican. Uh, I'm not a Republican to keep Georgia red or stop Georgia from turning blue. I want Georgia to be red, white, and blue. Nice. I was like, I like bang I like, on I like right that. there. I like that. In 2016, Trump understandably tapped into the anger Americans felt for the system that led him to a victory. I, instead, want to tap into the deep hidden patriotism the majority of the majority of us still have. I want us to love and work together like we did on September 12th, 2001. I want to I want to I want people to remember how capable we are of uniting regardless of our politics that may divide us. And remember how we unite as Americans, not as party members. My goal is to remind people the reason to love the United States of America, again, as much as I do. So, Ken, nice. super cool dude. Uh, yeah, uh, check out his website. And uh, if you're local and you can make it to the rally, that's uh, Sunday, September 10th at Huckapoo's at noon. At noon. So we got an hour before the Falcons game starts. <laughs> hey, yeah. That, that's perfect. You know what? That's a good out, though. That's a very good out. You, have to, you, you can get out because you're like, all right, game's got to start here, man. This, this crowd's going to get a little raucous for a different reason. Final question. Thank you. We got to yes. be out here. And Falcons so let Panthers. us know what we are drinking. Get that crack a little longer in that glass. We are drinking just broke it. from Nomad Winery, a Pinot Noir, and a Mead. So our good friend Celia sent us some wine we talked about a little bit on the podcast. It was quite the ordeal. To get wine to us because it's sent it to our PO box, and it went to Hinesville for some reason. Hinesville, uh, it, which is closer if you have a helicopter, I suppose, than <laughs> yeah. a lot of places. But then it went down to Jacksonville. It went to what's the capital of uh, Djibouti? Uh, Djibouti. That's where it went. Yeah, yeah. It might, it might as well have. It looked like the, it, like you said, it looked like the package Ace Ventura kicked down the hallway in the in the beginning of. Uh, if you've ever seen movie, the first Ace Ventura, he's just <laughs> whacking this thing down the hallway to go steal somebody's pet. <laughs> Like a bird or whatever, he's just just punting the damn he was thing. He's going to save the. <laughs> but it was so well packaged, the bottles didn't break. But one of them was missing from the first package. It's like someone may have broken that one bottle because the hat we have a, little, a nice little hat here. The one that I have at home looks like it went through war already. 
and it, it looks all right. So when I saw the hat at first, I was like, I was trying to describe it to Clint because he had never, um, he had never, uh, he hadn't seen it yet because I had just gotten it. I was, he was like, what kind of hat it is? Is it? I was like, uh, imagine a guy who takes people on kayak tours in Oregon. <laughs> See, I was just thinking what that's kind a of hat. hat. <laughs> yeah. Like a, you know, like but a, it's not a bucket. Yeah, it's not a bucket hat. It's a Nomad Wine Ray, which is at 432 North Wren Street in High Point, North Carolina. So they opened in December. And they are getting grapes from Willamette to make this delicious Pinot Noir. W- what Willamette? Willamette. What Willamette? Willamette? I don't know. I think it's Willamette. I'm. I'm not from uh, Wisconsin. In Willamette, that's what they say. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's like Lancaster and Lancaster. We got Cairo, Georgia, which is definitely Cairo, <laughs> and many other <laughs> other other things. Cairo, Georgia. Cairo, Georgia. And syrup. The Cairo syrup, exactly. But uh, so this is a red. They've been making wine since December, like I said. So they, they're very young wines. We got next week. We're going to drink the red blend. I'll talk about that. Then yeah. Paxton is drinking the mead. Yeah. If you're not familiar with mead, mead is made from honey. So the sugars from the honey help make it. They're getting their, their honey from Hawaii, which we'll get more on that in a minute. But uh, yeah, it's a nice little wine. Like the wine's actually pretty damn good. Um, they sell it in like five spots locally. They have it on tap, and they're gonna start bottling their own wine in January. But right now they do these growlers, correct? Yes, these little growlers. So what a novel idea, I think, because you know you go to a brewery for beer. Yes. And you bring a growler, or you get a growler from them, and then you just bring these back, wash them up, recycle them, I guess. And, and bam, and you get more wine in there. Bam, and you get more mead. And so, um, f- I feel okay saying this now. We we got we got the mead scent. I was like, last time I had mead, it was Vi- it was called Viking's Blood. And I'm guessing that was from Fro. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was from a Fro-like person, but older. Okay. I won't tell so, uh, and I was kind of I was hanging out at his house one night, and I was kind of forced to drink it. And the first sip I took... Forced by it was the only alcohol in the house. That was all that was there. (laughs) (laughs) And the first sip I took, I thought he was playing a joke on me, and he put pure honey into the thing. And and, and like old, dirty honey. It was just viscous. But this is delicious. This... All right. Let me me give you some tasting notes on this here. So, it is the least sweet meat I've ever had, which is amazing. And it's like... It's got a, a, a... Like a crispness to it that mead that i've had before didn't well the mead that i had before tasted like uh, motor oil yeah so this has got like <laughs> you smell the honey a little bit of honey suckle also in that yeah got a touch of lemon in it and i'm it's, not a white wine guy but it's close to white wine to me except it's good instead of bad yeah it's actually pretty <laughs> i could it's, you know you want mead to be cold i think um when I, I don't know shit about mead compared to what i know about wine but that's actually pretty easy to drink and i think the alcohol kind of is a little bit lower than than regular wine yeah but for the most part, mead, like oh, Pinot Noir, is going to be pretty low alcohol. Oh, God. You I pregnant? Sh- yeah, I'm pregnant. Damn, I should have read this <laughs> first. It really ruined the surprise there. All right, I'm two months along. Not All right, don't, y'all don't tell anyone else. Yeah. All right. yeah. Thank you, Patreon, for paying for the abortion. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they do. Plan mead. Yeah, so they get, they get their other red grapes from, Cali- <laughs> they get their other grapes from California. So they've got um, six in-house reds and six different meads. And then a couple of whites that they do with all their grapes. So they, sure. they're, they're getting their grapes from there, bringing them here, doing the bottling and, everything, and all the process here, or in North Carolina rather. So pretty, pretty dope idea. And I'm, I'm I think it's a great idea, especially the growler part. And I'm, and I'm rocking their, uh, their Nomad Wine Works shirt today. So if you're in High Point, North Carolina, check out Nomad Wine Works. It's High so Point, North Carolina. High Point, North Carolina. Go see Celia. And they have other like she was saying there is some wineries in North Carolina. They're in like the western part of the state, but they're. You know, grapes in North Carolina, Georgia, South Carolina, yeah. are going to be Scuppernog or Muscadine. And like, yeah. The Biltmore has a winery. Do you know if everybody knows what the Biltmore is? The Biltmore is like a house built by the Vanderbilts in like the late 1800s. It's the largest privately owned ha- home or like 
private house in the country, or, uh, or maybe in the world. It's I a thought giant... Bill Moore was uh, like beef jerky. Probably. Also. That's Bill Tong. Sorry. Bill yes. Tong. Yes. But yeah, so that, you know, they're doing the right thing. They're not getting grapes from the area because this is not the best area for growing grapes. Like the climate is too hot, too humid. We don't get, we, and, we, yeah. and then when it free, we get too much freeze when, in North Carolina. We get too much freeze in the winter, so it wouldn't. And I think uh, like Arizona is probably the furthest east in the country that you can actually do like oh, have your own grapes. Well, Long Island has like I think 131 or something crazy. Really, with their own grapes? Yeah, they grow uh, grapes up there because you, you see. So you think about the latitude. Yeah, sure. You got Burgundy and you got France, Italy are up same latitude almost with Long uh, Island. So yeah, Long Island's pretty even with that. Oregon, which is why Pinot Noir, where AK Burgundy grapes from Oregon, get do so well because they're on the same latitude as Burgundy and France, but you get a little bit more off that ocean stuff sure. so they can get a little more time on the vine. Time. Yeah, and they're right. actually going to have, they actually said they're going to be trying to get a, a Bordeaux going here in the next few months, getting some some wine from, from actually from Bordeaux. That's great, France, man. So. Yeah, support local, local-ish, support yes. southern. And especially, like I said, I just can't get over the, the growler part, you know, like beer's already been doing it. Yeah. Why not do it with wine, you know? Exactly. It works out great. It's in, it's, right. it's in glass. And so, yeah, like I said, the mead, they get their honey from Hawaii. So, and if, if I'm living in a cave, Hawaii's had a terrible wildfire. It just wiped out an entire city, pretty much like it was like one of their older cities. It has kind of, it was our, our friend Caitlin uh, kind of compared it to like Savannah almost with like the historic value of that city. Not actually, obviously not as old as Savannah, but for Hawaii's purposes, it's a very old city and it's just wiped off the like face of the Like size as well or? Uh, like 25,000 people live there, so oh, it's a lot okay. smaller, oh, but okay, like yeah. just if you were saying downtown Savannah completely burnt to the ground. People wow. were literally getting out of their cars and jumping into the ocean to avoid catching on fire. So wow. it's a pretty terrible travesty. So we're going to, I'll post a link um, on uh, this week's synopsis for the podcast. We'll probably get some on the screen, but there's some, some, uh, aid funds you can send money to that are actually legit and valid because people, as they do, are taking advantage of the situation. Like, people are apparently hitting people up and be like, hey, we'll buy your property right now. Just trying to like take advantage of, yeah, what a bunch of assholes that is. Wow. A bunch of Darrens and Karens doing that shit. Man, if we'd have mentioned that on the second half, <laughs> we could have made that well. Yeah, if we had, I mean, like. We've got plenty of Karens. We've got there. plenty of Karens there. So, yeah, thank you, Celia, again. We love this wine. But, it, again, send out some money to why help and thoughts and prayers and all that stuff. But it's a little I, rough. That's very rough, especially, um, I mean, a tiny, I mean, in terms of size, you know, Hawaii is just so small. Like, yeah, a yard fire gets out of control. People are going to be affected. And it's windy. It's being yeah, not yeah, in the middle of the yeah. ocean. I might, I, we had a new boss at my place I used to work at a while ago. Um, just, whatever. Just drop, <laughs> just drop it. it. Drop we it. had a new boss at work who's from, who moved here like six months ago from Maui. He lived there for like seven years. And like, I didn't know what was going on that day because I just hadn't heard about it. And I was like, are you okay, man? You look a little off today. He's like, yeah. You haven't seen all the stuff happen where I'm, where I'm from? And I was like, what happened? And I had no idea about it. It was affecting somewhere in it his It was affecting just, it, just mentally. It was affecting oh, oh, his friends but, but, and family out there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was yeah. Just, you know, just, a, just a terrible thing happened so fast. Well, that's an easy segue into this positive story. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, hey. <laughs> so, uh, Friday night, uh, this past Friday night, I had, a, I had a gig at Huckapoo's. Now, listen, don't flame me in the comments. I know people have mentioned something of this sort before, but this is my personal experience with it. So... You know, getting affirmations from from people, you know, like uh, the attaboys, good jobs, you know, like uh, in whatever your industry may be. You know, your boss says, uh, great job turning that wrench, whatever the thing may be. So there's nothing, there's, there's nothing like positive affirmation from a cool looking black couple. Okay. And here's what I mean. You probably already know what I mean. But so I'm playing drums Friday night and we have a good crowd, you know, a bunch of whites, you know, and if... Old white dude comes up and goes, you rock. 
Like, cool, thanks. Cool looking black couple walks in. Dude's got dreads. He's like, dre- like not dressed like in a suit, but like dressed like dope, like nice. The most well dressed person in Huckapoo's yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like rich, like super stylish. And he just goes, just bobs his head a little bit, looks me in the eye. He looks over at Ben. Can, playing guitar. G- gives you the, the nod, like, yeah. I look, and I'm like, what about the girl? What about his girlfriend? She's like, <laughs> I was like, we got did it. You, did you and Ben make eye contact? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. We, so then, now we're hitting. So then at set break, you know, uh, they came over and talked to us, you know. He was like, hey, man, this is what happened. Let me tell you what just happened. I walked in the door. I looked around this place. I was like, ah. Because, you know, if you, if you just walk up to Huckapoo's, it looks like it's being held together with, you know, spit and yeah. duct tape. And record and album covers. Album covers. It, it kind of is. Yeah. You know. Lots of stapled stapled money. Franklin's face is holding up the inside (laughs) of the bathroom. You know, supporting the ceiling. So he goes, uh, and then I heard the band playing. He goes, I I was going to give you all 30 seconds to one minute. Damn. And if it wasn't good, we were leaving. And he goes, obviously, we stayed. So, so this, and now, uh, so many. Where are they from? Do you know? uh, DC. Okay. Oh, nice. And And there's a good music scene in DC. He's a musician. (laughs) Oh, even better. So we got bonuses, right? All right. So, did you know Eric? Uh, what? Well, Eric plays in Ma- Eric Culberson plays in Madam's Organ all the time. Oh, what? Eric? Uh, oh, oh, yes. Eric plays in. Has like a. That's what. Yeah, we told him that, but I'm I'm not sure if uh, if we connected those dots or not. He's 180 years old. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, he's been around. He's DC been around. For, yeah, since since one of the first Roosevelts, I think. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we uh, you know, we, we we get to chatting like that, and then I was like, you know what's funny about that whole you know trope? You know, the cool black guy tells you that you're good. So uh, I just. I just happen to live with a pretty cool black dude with dreads that does not look unlike this guy. I'm not black. I'm brown. Travis's famous <laughs> words. Tra- Travis's best words. I'm brown, mf'er. And uh, he gives affirmations to everyone all the time. Yes, about some, some, every some wanted, some unwanted. Some wanted, some unwanted. But depending on the time of the night, the affirmations go up. But it's but, not. Oh, a, let me tell you. But it's not as meaningful. I don't <laughs> think if you've heard it forty times in the past. Like, 30 like you, you said before, like you know, you and I have said to each other, like you know. You got some cool shoes on, they're nice and clean, and a brother's like, damn, those shoes, are, those shoes are clean, versus some white guy going, I like your kicks, buddy. Yeah. You're like, all right, thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks, dude. There, yeah, there is, like, a, you know, if you're an accountant and some Jewish guy's like, kicking ass over here, look <laughs> at the way to do those numbers, you're like, yes. <laughs> got him. It's just, they carry so much more weight. And, well, even if it's like, well, like, what if, like, a like a, a real suave Italian guy, you know, told you, so, you know, like. Those pants have a really nice cut on them. You'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll yeah. believe the suave Italian guy about my skinny jeans, yeah, and your, my pointy, or your skinny shorts, or my skinny shorts, exactly. Your dress. Skinny Hopefully, shorts. I'm pretty modest right here. Yeah, You're pretty modest. Yeah, I moved my modesty. Uh, okay, I almost yeah. bought a. I went and got some some uh, shorts the other join day. Join I, I was going to get my uh, join the four my inch massage. Club. Shout out to Not Al. That four inch. <laughs> Shout out to Al and uh, and uh, Sean Williams for sending me to this massage place to get a bomb ass massage from a guy who didn't speak a lot of English, which is great. Quiet. And I need something like on the fly done that day and like do took care of me. So while I had to wait between that and the doctor's appointment, I went and got some shorts. And I looked at a pair of like like eight inch shorts and was like Eight? That's a I, I was way like, too long. I was like, I don't know if I can I can do this. <laughs> they all have the little um you know I just it's just carrying cases. What's the underwear that has like the different pouch for your balls and your dick? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, is it me? Undies, maybe? maybe. But who would want to? I don't want to compartmentalize. I, I don't. I mean, maybe when it's hot. No. Keep your boys separate. I don't, I, I, I've never tried them on. I don't know. I just it feels like it would be. I'm good. I actually used to have a pair of boxers. We did a no pants. If you want to know what a no pants party is, back in the day, my friend threw a no pants party. So everyone, you can come. You can't wear pants. So you wear 
some kind of underwear. One I dude, thought you meant nothing on the Well, <laughs> long shirt. One dude gets come in in just a thong, so you know. But I had a pair of uh, they were they were like silk boxers, and it had a gorilla on it holding a banana, <laughs> and it had the the. The, where the fly would be was a measuring stick, and it said, "How do you measure up?" And you could kick oh your dick God. into the into the <laughs> into, into the slip into the slip of the thing, and kind of, and you had to like unfold it. So like you if you didn't get to the past the fold, you're like, oh man. The no They're pants parties are fun. He threw in three no pants parties, and and shockingly, there was a lot of hookups after the no pants parties. Uh, uh. You wouldn't think everybody was walking around in their underwear getting drunk that you're like, well, <laughs> hey, I've already seen the goods. Let's do this. Uh, speaking of. Uh, uh, I, uh, Sorry, I got you all wrapped uh, yeah, up about yeah, me in my underwear. Yeah, I was, I was, how do you measure up? Uh, Not like Kelly. Talking about hooking up. <laughs> Other than a half heart, I'm, I'm, and a half sauce. I, I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you said that because when I walked into work yesterday, Sunday, we were really dead, and I had two guys sitting there, an Aussie and a Brit. Were they arguing? <laughs> no, no, no. They were actually friendly, and I was only hearing the Aussie mostly, weirdly. Were they together, or did they, 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 they I don't, together? See, I couldn't tell. They, 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 I, they, they seemed like they were pretty familiar. And it would be the most like coincidental thing in the world if some random Aussie and a random Brit. That is true, yeah. So they're chatting to each other. And now, did you ask them where they yeah, were from? Or, yes. did, or did you pick up on their accents and up, go? I picked up on the Aussie's accent. I go, hey, you guys from Australia? And the Brit goes, mate, <laughs> fuck off. I'm from Liverpool, whatever. And the Aussie was like, yeah, I'm from Australia. I was like, uh, uh, did you, did you hit is it hot there too? <laughs> it's <laughs> I, winter. I, 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 but what I was trying not to do was parrot their accents because the hardest thing in the world for me to do is hear an accent. Like when I was on the cruise ship, every every Caribbean person, I'd be like, hey, what's happening? I mean, excuse me, I'd like a drink. <laughs> like you said earlier about the cool black guy telling you to play the drums well, I don't think the, uh, the, the Jamaicans would be happy with your accent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you don't want to parrot uh, these people's accents. So they were like, uh, well, you look uh, Scottish or because the – the Brit had moved from Liverpool to Edinburgh. He goes, he asked if I was Scottish or whatever. I was like, no, I'm, I'm Danish and English, actually. He goes, oh, you took the test. I was like, yeah. He goes, you need to go to Copenhagen. All you got to do is speak and you'll get pussy. All right. I'm sitting to Copenhagen. Yeah, I was like, uh, uh, okay. I didn't think anybody in the world was is like, it, ooh, American accents. Hell yeah. But notice this. I kind of didn't, didn't believe them, though. Everybody in the world does sing in our accent. Right? Uh, uh, I mean, it's Oasis like, does not. Okay. A champagne supernova. I forgot about Oasis until just now. So, <laughs> but like you, saw, you talked about uh, what's her name? They used to be fat, but she's not anymore. Adele. Adele. Um, Adele singing like, oh, and then I want it to be the book. She's got the worst. Copy. I'm not gonna try to do it a copy is, accent, but it, I mean, it sounds like she worked at a fish and chip shop. It looked like she worked at a fish and chip shop for a while there. And now she's got like, she had like dreaded hair yeah. or something. Like yeah. she, she, uh, she's going through some changes. Yeah. Well, I, and I was trying to talk to the Brit about like culture and stuff like that. All did, he wanted to talk did about. Did you ask if he likes aubergines? Aubergines. aubergines. I asked him if he liked foot, you know, soccer. And he goes, no. I was like, well, okay. <laughs> there goes what, 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 what's left? All, all he wanted to talk about was what countries you go to where women are easy. Okay. I was like, uh, and then I started thinking back, like, um, I've seen documentaries about, like, South t- Africa. What's, that? What, like, what's, what's the capital of South Africa? Uh, uh, Djibouti? Yeah, I think so. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that place. Uh, Joh- it, you know, Johannesburg? Johannesburg. Easy to get laid, hard not to get AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd see this documentary about, like, Thailand and, like, uh, sex, uh, what's it, uh, tourism? Sex tourism, yeah. It's all Brit. It's all, 
Western Europeans. Or this weird guy, Brian, that works, used to be in downtown Savannah. It was an artist. He used to never wear shoes. Everywhere, he would be barefoot with his grocery store-ass feet. But every year, he took a two-week vacation to Thailand. And I'm like, all right, look. This is suspect as fuck. Yeah. You're just going to Thailand? Like, there's a million places to go in the world. It probably costs the same amount to get there. But it was Thailand every... But it was Thailand, like, like for four years in a row. I was like, oh, where, where did I bring Did go? he come back with a brighter disposition? I, I didn't like him at all, so I don't know. <laughs> I didn't like, he was a weird artist. Like, he, he would wake up every morning and write his dreams down, like, on, on paper, and then he would paint over the dreams. And that was, like, the dreams were his, his muse. There were lots about little boys in there. I don't know what it was. See, lady boys. I, man, see, I was, well, I was about to be like, uh, everyone has their process until you <laughs> until you brought the pedophilia into Jesus. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, I'm just hearsay. I mean, it, it was is, a long time it, ago. It is Thailand. It, I mean, look, I'm just saying. I I would like to go to Thailand to enjoy Thailand. The cuisine. I love Thai food. Yeah, uh, fuck comes from Thailand. It, definitely from Vietnam. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Djibouti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's same. They all look the same to you, huh? <laughs> Uh, hey, oh, I meant to ask you. Speaking of Thailand, uh, you said your uh, your masseuse had an accent. He was Chinese, mainland Chinese. So we had this discussion. All he said, all he would go, I would go. Ah, he's like, thank you. I'm like, <laughs> he didn't say shit. We had this discussion the other day because I was like, for me, I can only use a male masseuse because I mean, male masseuses are just stronger. See, I don't, I don't need the I don't need the thunder like Franklin does. Like Franklin's like needs somebody right, to like yeah. to like dig in all elbows. I I'm I'm kind of a wussy when it comes. To, I don't usually only go to get a massage when I'm hurting. Yeah, like I am right now. Yeah, and so like I, I get it out of necessity instead of like having like a regular. I might need to make it a regular thing, but uh, and so like when I go, I'm hurting, so I don't want like the ultimate pressure. He did try to stick his elbow up my ass through my ass cheek though. Like it was, I was like, good god, but I could feel like when he did one side and the other, and I like when he was on the left side, yeah. I was like. Holy crap, I'm an inch taller on this side. When I had the sciatica thing, and I was just happened to be dating a chiropractor at that time, she would put her elbow into my butt cheek, basically, and yeah. it would send, I mean, it you, was. You feel it on your leg, yeah. I mean, it, and it was almost instant relief. Like, she would jam it in there and then move my leg around just a little bit. Yeah. And then, uh, like. Yeah, I dated a, a female massage therapist for a year and a half, and, like, I bet it was great. Chinese? No. Sherry. Sherry. So she wasn't great then. She was good. She was okay. good. She did a lot of like arm stuff more than her hands because like she had like she'd been doing it for like eight or nine years. So she has some little arthritis going on, but like she did did a good job. I wonder if that's like because you know like musicians get tinnitus in their ears from you know yeah. playing loud shit all the time. I, I, I literally think, every time I get a massage, I'm thinking about are they going to need <laughs> which is like is, is a server a bartender like yeah. plantar fasciitis is a big thing. Yeah, like you know like, like waiter's disease, but yeah. what they call it basically like so you get that in your hand. Like I, I can like, if I work you know I work four days straight. On that fourth day, like I could feel it in my left arm, where I t- tend to stack everything on one arm, sure. and then I, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm good about getting the hell away. Nothing's worse than a server who can't figure out. All right, you got, you're clearing the table, and then someone asks you a question, and you got to stand there holding, you know, 18 pounds of stuff, which is not a lot, or maybe seven pounds. But if you're just holding it like this, after a, few, a couple of seconds, you're like, oh no. And that's such a weird self awareness thing that most customers don't get. Like. All right, I'll literally have like four drinks in my hand, yeah. and I'm trying to scoop ice, and they're like, "Excuse me, excuse me." I'm I just, like, I, I just show them the things. I'm like, "I'll be right back." But e- even if you show them the things, sometimes they're they're like, "What are you showing What's, me? The, all like, that trash?" For? I mean, I've, I've mentioned it a hundred times. People are like, "I'm like, I have two plates in my hands." Here you go. Like, oh, "Where's this?" I'm like, "In the third hand." You don't want me to use my third arm, baby. No, you don't. You don't. Uh, that. that <laughs> It's a baby's arm, is that what you're saying there? <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. I could only carry a grape with it. Anyways, uh, so speaking of carrying grapes, I was in the shower the other day, and uh, I have 
We all we all have irrational fears, right? Mm -hmm. Something that like makes no sense to be fearful of, but you are. Yeah. Do you yeah. have like you know? Uh, <clears throat> I'll st I'll start the AA meeting here. People that go to Thailand every year for vacation. <laughs> yeah. That's a rational fear, I believe. So my irrational fear is my feet touching the shower drain. So okay. typically in most houses, in most showers, I mean, mm -hmm. your shower head and your spigot and your shower drain are all at the end of the tub or the bath, right? Typically. The house here where we record the podcast, it's a, it's nice big and square and the drain is dead in the center. I cannot get my feet anywhere near it. So you play you, you, play, you play the drain game where you don't get drain you, game. Drain game. Okay, let me ask you this. When you pee, do you pee into the drain? I, I, I can't even dream of it. I, I'll, when I pee when in the shower. Poop, do you waffle stop it? <laughs> when I pee in the shower, I pee anywhere but the drain because it feels like there's a connection to me. <laughs> do you want the drain? I mean, it, it's like just electric, think, an electrical think, connection. Thinking about it right now, like my, my spine is shivering. So the other day, I ran out of my normal Packed soap. Packed in the main drain, Willis. <laughs> and you shouldn't tell people your irrational fears because then they'll, well, they'll F with it, you about at it. Least, but at least you're something. People, my, can't, my, people can't walk and throw a drain on you. Exactly. So how about, how about a drain cover not on a drain? Like if someone just handed it to you, like a brand new one. Here's the thing. If I'm not taking a shower, because I have to clean it. Yeah. When I'm not taking a shower. No, no problems? No problems. What about, like, I mean, it's normally because so, I've already hit so it So it's with only bleach. when you're naked you're afraid of drains. When I'm naked, there's water running, and I'm standing over it. So what if a girl wants to take a shower? Are you in there awkwardly trying to avoid yes. the drain? Yes. <laughs> 100%. I have the road map. So you need a shower where the drain's at the end, like a tub, a tub shower. All right, so the shower I just came from in my last house... It had a drain on the end, but, but I had the ceiling to, was, but like, the ceiling like was yeah. in the way, so I couldn't stand. I remember the first time I went to pee in your house. I was yeah. like, I was like, what the hell? This one I can do a cartwheel in, except I would have to dodge the, <laughs> the okay. drain in the center. All right, right, so I've got one. No, hold on, I'm not done. Sorry, I thought so you I, drained it all out. So, so, so I didn't drain it yet. I haven't drained you the pulled the plug. I haven't drained the creek yet. So I switched soaps because I well not switch. I ran out of my soap and. I went and I got some old soap that I used to use in like a pump bottle, mm -hmm. but I'd forgotten why I quit used, quit stopped using it. It's because once you wash and it gets onto the tile, it is very slippery. Are and you sure it's not like conditioner? <laughs> no, yeah. I washed my hair. If y'all don't know, I washed my hair with conditioner for two months, thinking it was shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Your hair is bright, fluffy, but a little greasy. <laughs> so, so I use the soap. I forget it's the slippery kind, and I go to take a step, and I slip, and I'm about to fall. My life did not flash before my eyes. I was not scared of dying. You were scared of? I was scared of my body touching that fucking drain. There it's was not just your feet. I, like if your butt hit on the drain, it would anything. be over. Anything. I, I was like, if my body touches that drain, I will die. And in my note, it is death greater than <laughs> body, body touching. You'll take the pain. You land, break your leg. You're like, whoo, didn't touch the drain, though. I, I will take a, another and dislocated shoulder. And the ambulance is coming to get you out of the shower. <laughs> You're like, don't do it. Hey, no, during the 911 call, I, listen, I need help. <laughs> but first one caveat <laughs> i cannot touch the drain on the way out the i know it sounds weird what if something was covering like, what if like if that happened and they cooked something and they covered the drain if with so, it if, like I, a rag? if i had a if i, I am a poor so yeah. i use wash rags so yeah i if the wash rag was over the drain you might yeah, be okay and then someone else would have to remove it and throw it away for me <laughs> throw it away you can't i wouldn't wash touch it. it i wouldn't you can't touch wash it. the rag no, it's, no, it's that's over it. that's it's it. trash okay what's your irrational fear okay my irrational fear I've worked in fine dining, upscale dining for a long time, and a big thing is little, like tea lights, kind of, or oil candles. So I worked at Forty Five Bistro, and the owner there is a uh, frugal man, 
very frugal. His people are known to be frugal. Dan Frugelman. Dan, yeah, Dan Frugelmanstein. Yeah. Um, so they had these nice candles on the table, like, like candles on the table that were glass, and you put lighter oil in there. So what he would do, instead of having to buy oil, he w- he had an entire, like, you know, the propane tank you have at your house sometimes? Yeah. He had one of those with, like, oil for the, for the lamps at his house that he would then fill up, like, five-gallon gas tanks with, bring it to the restaurant, and you would pour that into, like, an old liquor bottle and then pour it with a power spout, pour that into the lamps yeah. to make yeah. oil. I don't like getting oil on me hands. I feel like I can never get it off. So, like, I would put on gloves when I was doing that, and people were like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, look. Like when I would change other restaurants, we change out those little, you know, the, little, the glass on the table with the little candle, with the thing little in there. tea candle, candle in it. In it. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, like a ten-hour burn on it. I put gloves on to do all that. Regular candles with wax, no problems. But the oil, I feel like I can never get it off my hands. Now, what about like when you cook, like olive oil, things like that? Just fine. Nothing. It's just burning oil that bothers me. Citronella, I could understand because as soon C- as that citronella t- is kind of in the middle. Really, but see, citronella as soon as it touches you, you but it's got purpose. Like- if it's on you, it's gonna keep lugs away. Yes. So, like, you know, it's better than just oil. It's just, all you can do is catch on fire. Better. I'd rather I, catch on fire than touch a shower drain. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that much right now. Well, well before we take a break. Okay. I just want everybody to remember something. Okay. We are less than three weeks away from the return of the University of Georgia two-time national champions season starting. And, man, I... Can't fucking wait for football. Uh, I've watched three games this week because I've been laid up with a hurt back. So I've watched three like, football games, like uh, games from last year. Okay, I watched the national championship game. I can't you- watch the Ohio State game because we almost like yeah, we barely won that game. Yeah, it gives yeah, me yeah. full on anxiety. Yeah. However, though, someone did make a meme of uh, Megan Rapinoe missing her penalty kick with the kick for Ohio State that went way wide left. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that's I'm, cold. I'm glad you said that because uh, one of my last interactions last night at work was this group that came up and they go. Hey, um, could you please turn the Saints game on? And I was like, the preseason game? Yeah, not only that's that. Hold on, tell me they were tell me they were cheering because their team won a preseason game. Because nothing is lamer than someone being like, we won. I'm like, you're, you're, it does not matter. It's so much worse. You don't even know. preseason names don't matter. It's you just it's just it's, it's worse than that, buddy. Uh, so I was like, okay, turn it to NFL Network. We get about 30 minutes in, and I look up. And I go, you know, you guys are watching a replay from yesterday. <laughs> I mean, so pre-season. they were they were insistent. They thought the game was live. Is Why what didn't I'm you saying. bet them on who was going to win then? <laughs> I guess I could have researched you it. You could have just looked up and like, who won this game? Like, all right. But the thing is, like, it doesn't matter who wins preseason games. It just you're just evaluating talent. So, I, I but, but the Ravens have won like, I think like twenty something, like an insane amount of preseason games straight. Which doesn't mean anything, but they keep winning every preseason game. I think like any team that's Maybe ever gone like has got to have it. every every team every NFL team that's ever gone four and zero in the preseason has like tanked the rest of the season. I think it's like science. It's something like that. Well, now it's three. You know, I think they only play three games now. Yeah, whatever. They took a yeah. game away. If they if 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 they win every preseason game, because only game. the first half of the game is important. Because then after that, it's just people that probably aren't going to make the team. It's like the Madden curse. If you make the cover of Madden football, you get injured. You get injured the next year. The yeah. next year, yeah. yeah. That, that that's been broken recently though. But for like years, it was like, but all, it was also like running backs a lot. What like, if it was when Madden died? <laughs> if he literally took his curse to the oh, grave with him? Think about it. Well, you know what? I'll look that up on the break. Let's look it up. So when we come back, we're going to talk about our boys' night out. The Monday before, I don't know, sometime in the last few weeks. That our, our, our Miles Monday, where, Miles Monday. Where, where we all actually went Kelly's out. Kelly's not here for it. Do we, should we save it for when Kelly comes back? Uh, maybe. We'll think about it during the break.
But it was, I mean, he, Kelly don't say shit anyways. <laughs> you think he's listening to this? I hope you feel better. I messaged him and said, hey, coming from the mainland, do you need anything? Or nothing? Let, let's just see. All right, nobody tell Kelly that we talked about him, okay? And let's see if he, that piece of shit even listens. Let's. Well, that didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we, we, we love you, Kelly, uh, and we'll uh, see you after the break. Ever wanted to start a podcast? Don't have the equipment or the know-how? Well, we've got you covered. From Behind the Barcast is expanding into the commercial studio space. You see, step one is making sure you sound great. Because no matter how good your content may be, people don't want to listen to something that sounds like this. From Behind the Barcast and Paxton Eugene Productions now offer in-studio audio and video production. Or the studio can come to you. We offer mobile podcast production from wherever you are. Now, with the hard part out of the way, there's no excuse for you not to get started. So if you're in the Savannah area, shoot us an email at frombehindthebarcast at gmail.com for details and a quote. Again, that's frombehindthebarcast at gmail.com, and let's get your voice heard. Math exists. Welcome back exists. to hey. From Behind the Barcast, podcast for bartending, service industry, drinking in general, the second half, and now food. 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 Fine food. Fine fine food. So I called Paxton today when I was before pre-podcast. I was like, hey, what you doing? And he gives me this super long burp. I mean, like, I was walking my dog, and I took like 12 steps <laughs> while you were burping. I was like, good God. And I said, what did you just get done eating? All right, so here's – it's a weird kind of speedball that I did today. So I got up, and I made a Chemex of coffee. For those of you unfamiliar, that's like a pot of coffee. Yeah, it's a, a whole pot of it's coffee. A, it's a it's a whole white baby, bro. So then I poured that over ice, started drinking. I was like, you know what? I need a little milk for this because I used the Cafe Busteo, which is like an espresso grind, and it was like it was crazy. I mixed the milk into it, made the iced coffee, drank it. I am zooming, so I was like, okay. I did my workout, did a little bit of kettlebells, and I had a steak. Cooked the steak up, nice medium rare, started eating it. I was like, I have half a pack of ramen that I haven't used yet. So I told Clint, he was like, What what's what's up with you? I was like, Man, I just ate steak and ramen. He goes, Wait, and I was like, What the what did, is that? Did, did you make ramen and then put a ribeye on top of it? I was like, No, no, no. How'd you cut the steak while it's loading in soup? I mean, there's there's so many questions here. No, no, was no, it no, beef sir. ramen? <laughs> it was at least it was beef, beef ramen. ramen. You could have done surfing turf and had shrimp ramen. <laughs> Why did I think of If you're going to eat a steak and ramen, I think you should go shrimp ramen. I mean, uh, you have surf and turf ramen. I mean, especially with a highfalutin of a chef as I am. And the low salt content of ramen, of ramen uh, seasoning. So I ate the steak and ramen, and I was a little low. And I remembered you brought me like eight emergency packets the other day. So I ripped open an emergency packet, and I just chugged it, and then the phone rang. And I don't know if that thing's got bubbles in it or not. I mean, it's not like an alcohol uh, I mean, you know. I chugged it, and I was like, Clint, <laughs> I just like hello. How how, how it echoed you? through your neighborhood? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to turn it down just but to make that, sure my neighbors. But that was the fine food that I ate today. Now, t- now look, you know. I mean, you know, I, I got. I'm I, no chef. I play one on TV. Sometimes. I, I, I gave you some shit about what you ate. So what I ate and is what I, I turned been, around. I, so and I told some. you this last Monday when you came to the house and we had our shortened podcast. I said I've been thinking about putting this meal together and then it, it happened that some of the ingredients were on sale the next week at Publix and I'm, I'm, I'm a I like to be like all right what to, to focus on what I'm going to eat 
I'm like, what's on sale? And we'll do that. I, I, I bought ribeyes and they were, I saved a dollar ninety eight. Two ribeyes, like what? But whatever. Good enough reason. It's two bucks, buddy. Two uh, bucks. Whenever we didn't, we didn't get to talk about this last week. I gotta interrupt you. But you posted it on Instagram. We walk in. We just happened to show up at Publix at the same time last week, unplanned. Unplanned. We walked in the door. He goes, he, without looking. He goes, Duke's mayonnaise on sale, two for five, right over in that. I will get one. I know. I know where everything's at in there. So I went and bought one. I bought two them. Yeah. I was like, I don't need two 64-ounce bottles of this, so I left one on the front of his, on the hood of his car. So I walked out of Publix and was like, well, somebody here knows me very well. They know me, they know what my car looks like. I've got a, I've got a mayonnaise stalker. Yeah. All right, I'm yeah. sorry, I had to and get that out. I just chugged it in the parking lot. Because I'm sure, like, you put that on Instagram last week. I, yeah. I just want to give it some context. And I just chugged it in the parking lot. It was, squirt, it was the squirt bottle, too. So I was like, ah, oh, yeah. And then I burped like you did. I'm sorry for interrupting. It's okay. It's okay. It, it worked well. You, when, when you got a mayo, you got a mayo. Uh, mayo. I know how it is. Mayo for sure. So this didn't actually have any mayo in it, but it's uh, Laura's organic, organic shells and cheese, four cheese blend. Is that the one with the little bunny on it? No, that's Annie's. It's Annie's. There's Annie's and Laura's, I think, are the two organic okay. brands. But, uh, Those are the, the white ones. women. Yeah. White, rich white women. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Macaroni. They, they smell like patchouli, probably. <laughs> they probably live in Oregon. Or at least sage. Yeah, yeah. They or got a both. hat like their husband wears a hat like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, he wears uh, uh, jeans, no belt. He's just so skinny. Yeah, uh, yeah. tucked in. Tucked no, not, in. Not, tucked, not tucked in. Not tucked in. That's the word. Look, anyway, <laughs> cell phone on the outside or the inside? <laughs> yeah. Are your shirt's tucked into your jeans. Are you you talking about my on. dad right now? <laughs> <laughs> Boom roasted. Complete <laughs> the look. White New Balances, even with shorts on, calf high socks. Jean jacket. <laughs> oh, man. Complete the look. Yeah. So, let's complete this meal. So, the Laura's uh, four cheese, shells and cheese. Okay. And on sale were Hebrew National hot dogs. Now, I know the trick of Publix. It says buy one, get one free. No, it ain't. It just means it's half off. So, I just got one pack. Yeah, you, 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 I learned that about Kroger. It's like 10, 10 avocados for $10. You can get four and they're $4. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't exactly. have to get all 10. And you don't have to put the organic code in if you don't want to. Oh. Stealing. Um, and so, I took... I bought a pack. Five packs, packs. All right. Yeah. I bought a, 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 a five pack of Hebrew National hot dogs. Pre-sliced mushrooms were on sale. Back's hurt. Don't want to do too much cooking in the kitchen, you know. Bought some mushrooms. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Bacon's on sale, too. Let's get a packet of bacon. Oh, Tillamook, Tillamook uh, cheese. Really nice high-end cheese. Buy one, get one. So I get the Mexican four-cheese blend of the Tillamook already shredded cheese. And it's a thick shred. We're eight. Eat, we're at Ocho Cheese. Ocho, Ocho Quesos <laughs> right say now. Some of those quesos ran over into each other. <laughs> Came home, cooked the bacon, sauteed onions, a lot of garlic, and hot dogs <laughs> that I sliced up in the pan. Like baby re re Reduced the onions down, garlic down first, then added the hot dog sliced Don't down. say reduced in this recipe right now. <laughs> Don't use no chefy terms like that in this goddamn. A splash of white wine. <laughs> cooked the wine out. As the hot dog started to curl, I then chopped the bacon, threw the bacon, everything. I crisped up the hot dog lardons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hot dog lardons. There it is. That's the episode. That's there the episode right go. there. And so I chopped all that. I put it all in, the, in, in my uh, nice um, Le Creuset Dutch oven <laughs> and stirred it all up Stop. with the cheese sauce. Then I put the cheese, a pro tip here, when you get cheese sauce out of a bag of macaroni and cheese, you put that motherfucking thing in some hot water. Change the water twice. 
so it gets it all nice and melty so you can get every square inch of cheese out of there. Because look, bro, I know how to roll a joint unlike you. I take that packet of cheese when it's almost gone and I roll it up real tight like it's a damn tube of toothpaste to get every bit of cheese out of that thing. Because then I go, well, I don't have enough cheese for cheese. Make it rain did before you say, cheese blends. Did you say pro tip? Yeah. You meant po tip. Po tip. So I mixed all that together and I ate it. I ate about a third of it and was like, all right, you have to stop. Like, put it in a container, cover it, put it in the fridge. Usually I let things sit for a minute to cool off. I was like, get out of my sight. You're not, you know, I've, I've, been, I've been, my back's been messed up, so I've been eating weed all the time. And, which is also not a good for me. I bought, I made weed cookies with weed butter because I made weed linguine on our podcast before last. Yep. So I had the butter last, so I made cookies. I like cookies if I have them, but that's why I don't buy cookies and sweets. Yeah. But I made Reese's Pieces cookies, which is dumb because you know what I love? Reese's anything. Yeah, right. And so I ended up, like, I'm just snacking on the cookies, forgetting <laughs> I'm about to be high as shit also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I just, you know, nibble here anyway. So I, this is obviously a, this meal brought to you by marijuana. So I got I, I done eating, and I kind of start to clean up and go, nope, dog walk forever. And I walked my dog, albeit at a medium pace because of the back, two laps around, then let him walk, r- run in the field, and then came back, did the dishes, took a shower, did anything I could do to avoid sitting down for like an hour and a half because I was such a, a heavy load yeah, I mean, you have been comatose immediately. Yeah, yeah. I don't need that much, you know, Shells, yeah. Which I don't know how shell became a pasta shape, but it is. Huh? I wonder. Yeah, uh, ketty looks like shells. Yeah, yeah. There's another one too. There's a lot of pastas. There's a lot of pastas. It's a lot of sandwich. Well, it, <laughs> but it, it's it, what it sounds like. The thing to, is, it was. It sounds like a prepper. Delicious. Oh wait, and the, and the mushrooms, and I put the mushrooms. It in sounds there too. like a prepper meal to me. Like the, la- but I love that it's like whatever's on sale. Is what's going into everything this dish. was on sale. The, the mac, the shells and cheese were half off. All right, so I, and I'm not giving you shit about it because most times when I walk into the grocery store, my doctor might, but yeah, when I walk into the grocery store, it's like I'm, I am kind of like what's on sale, but not at all cost. I'm like, okay, avocados are on sale. Let me go grab some cilantro and tomatoes and some tortillas. Yeah, I, I just help the sales if make, make, make a meal. Yeah, yeah. If something's on sale, look, man, when I get high, I'll text my friends and go, which one of these three movies should I watch? Because <laughs> I can't. I'll narrow it down. Like, I'll do that if I'm dating a girl or hang out with somebody. Just let me stay in the weekend at your house. Met girl, girl, guy, whatever. I be like, hey, let's watch one of these four things. And they're like, ah, you can decide. I'm like, look here. I took the entire catalog of movies of all time yeah. and narrowed it down to four. You got to pick one of these four. Are you that girl? Uh, I watch the same thing. Oh, I watch the same stuff over and over. So it's pretty much he just clicks on the same four movies for Likewise. me over and over. Uh, okay. But Likewise. I read a lot. Is one of those so. an Adam Sandler movie? Yeah, we, it's 50 First Dates. <laughs> Clint Tradamus <laughs> over here, and then Franklin's over there. Like, <laughs> I, I had a little tip. I, I, I had a little nudge in the right direction of the break when Franklin's like, she listens to murder mystery podcasts all the time. Will not watch No Country for Old Men. And Frank, what did you say, Franklin? What's the sound of No Country for Old Men? Get on that mic, baby. Anticipation when your dad's about to come home an hour to beat your ass. <laughs> you know that. Uh, it's the quote <laughs> of the week. You know, we all know that feeling. It's the it's anticipation like, of your dad's going to be home in an my, hour to so beat your ass. That's good. My my stepdad, anytime it was time for ass whooping, he would always give me the 30-minute warning. It's, it's sadistic. Like, go in your room. I'll see you at 4.30. 4.30 rolls around. He's still not there. You're like, I know I'm going to get my ass whooped any minute. So, and when I was a kid, I used to put like five pair of underwear into yeah, the- yeah. But I was about to ask you just some padding. Into, into the bathroom because we had the- the basket with the toilet paper in it. Yeah. And there's a little uh, towel on the bottom. So I would hide all the underwear underneath the towel. For, 
So or cum rags? First, so if I was going to get my ass whooped, I'd be like, got to pee first. I'd pop oh. on five pairs of underwear, come back out and be like, ew, ew, I'm sorry. Did you ever get the choice? So, um. Ander Belt? Come, come here, yeah. So I, my dad gave me a choice a couple times. He goes, he wrote, he, he would write, like I would accuse them of not changing the punishment if I lied or not. Like, you know, tell me the truth, what happens? And if I didn't tell the truth, the punishment would change, I guess. But I was like, look, I don't know. I think you're just doing the punishment regardless. So he would write down truth, half truth, whole truth on a piece of paper. And then after I, you know, whatever the story was happening, he would show me what my options had been decided of punishment based off of what, how forthcoming I was with the true story. And he did this only, I think, a couple times. He was like, you can get a week's restriction or... You can get the hairbrush because he didn't use a belt. He used this big backed hairbrush, which is weird for a bald guy to beat you with a hairbrush. Some kind of weird revenge. But then he would—it's like a sawed-off paddle, <laughs> exactly. And I'd have to go in the laundry room and bend over the the washing machine. Yeah. And he, you know, he just stand there for a while. You know, you're just stretching you out. You're waiting. You're waiting for that beating. But one week's restriction or a little bit of pain for a minute. Come on, bro. Beat the hell out. I'm taking the pain. You can punch me once. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Slap me in the face. I'm gonna backhand me. Because, exactly. re- because back then, restriction was you couldn't ride your bike outside. The oh. TV was off. The Nintendo was out of your room. I, I'll tell the story about when I took a guy's kidney out with a scooter one time on the podcast later on. But that, my restriction for that, one it was, not, it was a month. And then I had to see him ride by the front window on his bicycle. I had to know that he was out of the house. So I couldn't leave the house technically until he could leave the house. So like when I saw him outside, yeah. it, was th- it was time to go. And he, I told him that like years later. He was like, man, I never would have came by your house again. Damn, what a guy. Yeah. Yeah, what, man, you know what else move. is like extreme punishment to me? Whenever the lottery gets really high up there, like towards, towards the billion when, dollar when, mark. When, when, the, when the billboard just has 999 yeah, yeah, on when it. Yeah, it only has 999. I pass it away at work all the time, and I'm like, I would love to win that. And I'd fantasize about it while I drive home and not spend $1 on lottery tickets. Yeah, exactly, yeah. The, the t- chances of you winning that lottery yeah. are bananas and, and look, i don't mind like you know it's, i don't buy them but I, I don't begrudge anyone for doing it but what i do begrudge is if i walk into the goddamn store and i hear another person go give me a give me a pick me five numbers for that big lottery and pick the right ones okay <laughs> and i'm watching the cashier like this is the 19th time i've heard this in the past five minutes dude all right when you have customers at work, in a, in a serving food, mainly restaurant. Hey, how's everything? Can I get you anything else? Yeah, let me get those winning lottery numbers for that big pot. <laughs> like, I bet you were given a Kroger card to your server two years ago, weren't you? Can I get this? <laughs> <laughs> I, bet, I bet you were giving him a library card. Do you take library cards? <laughs> like, if you think you've got a joke about paying the bill the server has, hasn't heard, guess a fucking gin. You don't have any joke the yes. server hasn't heard. If you think you've got a grip it, about winning the lottery when at the store. When in the man's beard, get, <laughs> bro, buddy, buddy. Like when I have, to, I have to ID everybody where I work today, right now where I work. Oh, that ah, was, there you go. Hey, there's a little load off for you. We, we've grown. But you have to ID everybody. Yeah. Because it's on every street and they're strict about it, even if they're 80 years old. So I have to, the same few lines, like 28 or 88, I got to ID everybody. And like, well, isn't, the gray, isn't the gray enough? No. I'm asking you, and I tell people, I, I go, I need to see everybody's ID. I know it's stupid. I hate doing this. I, and they're like, oh, is it a joke? I'm like, when they told me, I thought it was a joke. Just, yeah. I, I have to do it. And what I'd like people to go, that's fine, I don't mind. Or like, oh, you should have told me you had to because you would have flattered me. I'm like, yeah, I know, lady, you're old. It's signed. I don't, I'm not judging your age. But I do like the old guy that goes, all right, how old am I? 
And I'm like, do you want me to really tell you? And I'm, I'm within two to three years every time. Really? Dude, I'm at the auctioneer voice. You should, work at, tricks, a car- you should work at a carnival, man. I, the amount of times I get, have you ever thought about being an auctioneer? No, no one's ever brought that up. Did you used to be on the Micro Machines commercials? <laughs> Remember the Scatman Carruthers? I, I, look, I honestly looked into being an auctioneer. Two years apprenticeship. I'm not going to... I, 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 you can't teach me to talk stop, fast. Stop, stop, stop. Two years apprenticeship. You know when, the- when I looked into it, this was 20 years ago, but it was two years apprenticeship to be an auctioneer. It's easier to officiate weddings than that. All I you mean, need is $20 and a pulse. Who's the bride? the bride? $20 for the bride? $20 for the bride? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, my yeah, God. That is good. <laughs> I, I can, what do I need to train for, bro? Two years don't, apprenticeship. Now, don't jump 20 to 25. You want to hit 22 in the middle. Oh, speaking of like... Uh, I'm not good necessarily at ages, you know, and especially if people ask me to like tell them what they are, I'll just automatically shoot super low just to. I mean, some you can read the person for that. Sure, yeah, you got to read the room. It's my birthday. Guess what year? Guess like nineteen uh, yeah. in the nineteens somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was watching this thing, uh, Ghana, where uh, Jim Jones took all them people to have suicide. Mm-hmm. So Mennonites started moving down there. So that they could have their own like little piece of land where they could, you know, live, oh, yeah, yeah. live God's word or whatever. Because like not Are they polygamous know, too? No, no, they're not no, the Mennonites were polygamous. Okay. So I'm watching this documentary and they go, This is Abraham, the uh, you know, the the leader of the I love the way people say Abraham. Abraham. Abraham I love I, I, Abraham, eh. Abraham I'm like. Abraham. And uh, so they're they're in a South American country, right? Ghana's in South America, right? Yes, so, it is. Okay. They're in a South American country. They speak yeah, yeah, they yeah. they speak Pennsylvania Dutch. Mostly and English, and Abraham was a forty-two-year-old. This man looked like he was seventy, and I was like, "Y'all don't drink." Fornic- well, they fornicate a lot because they have a lot of kids. Yeah, they're almost like the Mormons, where it's like the more kids you have, the more afterlife you have. Like the bigger your planet is, or something like that. <laughs> I don't know if the Mennonites have been in, in Zizu or whatever the hell the, the volcanic mountain where you float your spirits out of. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, that guy's forty-two. I'm forty-two. And just, and I think it's just because he works. They're in the sun a lot. They're yeah. in the sun a lot. They're yeah. up early. Yeah. So then a faction broke you off. You haven't changed any wagon wheels in your life, and it shows. Yeah, and I haven't played that song either in my life. So uh, you know who would play that kind of song? I do. Oh, shit. It's the Karen of the week. I thought it was someone else. <laughs> it's the Karen of the week. Not me. Oh, shit. This week. I'm going to combine my two Karens into one because they happened over... Uh, Two separate weekends, and we didn't get to record last week, but um, same sort of idea. Uh, and this uh, calls back to one of your Karens from a couple weeks ago. I, If you're in the South or anywhere in the U.S. right now, you probably noticed that it's a bit warm outside. Hot, even. Uh-huh. Lady, uh, I believe her name was Karen, walks up to me, orders a beer. Miller Lite in the can. I open Miller Lite in the can and hand it to her. She holds it in her hand. She talks to her friends. She does this. She does that. She's a, da, 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 uh-huh. 10 minutes, 15 minutes pass. She goes, hey, um, the beer you gave me was warm. And she's just warming it up with her. She just she is, death gripping it. She is, she is hugging I'm it. I'm very conscious of that in the summer months. Like, don't hold your drink. Yeah. If you have like a Yeti, don't hold your drink because you're just going to make it warmer. I'll do it with wine, though. I get wine too yeah. cold. I put my little hands around it. But she had a, all of her friends around her were super nice. So I didn't want to give her much shit about it. You know what I mean? So I just replaced the beer anyways. It's a $2 Miller Lite. Who gives a yeah. shit? So I replaced it anyways. And uh, so then I'm, I'm kind of looking around. So if, you like, sell, if you I, sold koozies, you'd be like, hey, this may help you. Yeah, right. For $5, you can. It still wouldn't have helped. Her her hot hands 
big grip. Yeah, big grip, and from uh, from from slapping her kids around, you get a really hot hand from doing that. Yeah, popping them on the face. So then the week before that, we we're outside, and uh, again, it's warm. It's the summer. During the summer, typically down here on Tybee, it rains four times a day at four separate times. Yeah, right. So it had already rained once. It had kind of dried up. Still in the afternoon a little bit. Make sure the humidity stays at 100%. Yeah, the humidity is always. Two ladies sitting there. They order a slice of pizza. The pizza comes out. They haven't touched it yet. The pizza's hot still. They haven't touched it yet. Rain starts to fall. It's like, hey, guys, uh, look, here's here's your safe spots Yeah. out here at the outside bar. Okay, thank you. They move. They don't move the pizza. I'm looking at the pizza like, I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to reach over. Here comes some more rain. Here comes some more rain. They won't shut the fuck up talking to each other. Pizza's just getting drizzled on. It is. Now it's pizza soup. Nice. The lady turns to it and she goes, I want a new piece of pizza. This one is soaking wet. So did you? I said, coming right up. And I faked writing a ticket. <laughs> Took that slice, put it in the oven for a minute. <laughs> no, no. I walked into the kitchen. <laughs> put it in the oven and dry it. I, I, I fake, I fake wrote a ticket. Walked into the kitchen. I said, "Hey boys, what's up?" Walked back out. I was like, "Don't worry, won't be long." Ten minute probationary period. Then I actually went and put it in. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I did get it replaced, but I was like, "Do not rush on this thing." It was probably forty minutes later, and I was waiting for the rain to come back on. To out? come back. To come back. Come on. God Himself said, "Paxton." I got your back. I got your back. I set that slice down. Skadoosh. Did you go, hey? And I was like, hey, look out. The thing that's falling from the sky. That's going to get back on the pizza. And it's going to become pizza soup again. Karen. So, yeah. Be aware, if you're outside, that you're going to be, uh, you know, there's things called elements. You know, earth, wind, fire, water, and umami. Yeah, I had a table one time to do that. Complain about the rain. My food got wet. Motherfucker, you said outside? Yeah, so when it's out, when you're outside, it's it's, uh, it's either hot or cold, it's either dry or wet, it's either windy or not. Ooh, this is a good. This is a good. Is this is a good look for your Karen. <laughs> so speaking of Karens, hey, how are y'all? <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Hey, how are y'all? Where's my goddamn server? Karen sits down outside. Does she? In the heat. It's hot here. Hot here. Real hot. Real hot. I'm not having a great day. Back's not feeling too good. A little testy. This is you, not this caring. is me. Yeah. This is me, not Karen. I'm a little testy. However, I'm, I'm, I'm. They, they look like a cool couple. Hey, can I do? You guys are fine. There's gonna be a, y'all having. I always ask outside tables. Are you going to be eating? Because if you're just gonna drink, you can go to the bar get your drinks and sit your ass back down out here. And I don't care. But if you're if you're gonna eat at least two things, that's whatever. Then I'll deal with you. So hey, uh, what do you want? She's, I want a coconut mojito. I'm like, well, we actually don't have coconut mojito. Like, you know, coconut associated with coconut liqueur, right? I'm like, we do have a coconut, you know, rum. We can make you can Malibu to make you your mojito. She's like, fine. So I was like, all right, cool. Husband gets a, a Mick Ultra. Bring them both the drinks out. Come back. Ten minutes go by. I get people outside a long time. I don't want to stand there for a while. Hey, how's everything? There's not like a lot of coconut in this mojito. I'm like, well, we all again, all we have is coconut rum, so it can't be super coconutty. But we, you know, she's like, what's well, kind of limey and minty? I'm like, well, it's a. Is there a lot of lime and mint in your mojito? Fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. Is there wine in your Chardonnay? Fucking <laughs> Karen. So. I, I'm not feeling great. I'm, I'm, I want to be a dick. We have the director of operations there. I'm like, hey, this is what's going on out here with, with K-Dog. What do you think? What, what should I tell her? Because I know she's going to tell her, tell me 
I can tell her what I want to tell her, which is I can give you another shot for five, whatever the cost of the shot is, or I can make you a whole other drink flat and put the, uh, do you, and, you know, if you want the extra shot, make it more coconut, but we don't have coconut flavored anything. And I was like, all right, cool. Went and told her that. She's like, I don't know. Do you have coconut shrimp here? And I was like, we don't. We have just what's on the menu. She's like, oysters? I'm like, just the ones that are on the menu. She's like, you don't have fresh local oysters? I'm like, it's not oyster season. It's August. It's hot. You don't want oysters out of the water right now. Well, that place next door has them. I'm like, they do. And if you'd like to go over there and enjoy some oysters, I wouldn't blame you. You can get the fuck you, out of here. Yeah, if you'd well, like some diarrhea, Can you just ahead. make me some coconut shrimp? Hey, remember earlier when I told you we didn't have any coconut stuff? <laughs> we can't do that. Also, no baby potatoes, lady. Like, we're not going to do this for you. She's like, you know what? Fine. Just bring me my bill. How much is the beer? I'm like, it's $5 exactly with tax added. I'll be right back. So I go get my little machine. I come right back. And she is taking the $5 bill. And goes, here you go, buddy. And sticks it into the water glass that was on the table and walks off. My back hurts. My back was hurting then. If not, I might have lost my job. Because I might have thrown the glass of water on her. Sticks the five into Shut the water. The I walked back in, walked directly to the, man- to the manager and was like, this bitch. She goes, what is- why is that wet? I'm like, she stuck it in the water. She's like, is it really that wet? I'm like, hit her on the arm with it. I'm like, there you go. She's like, what the? So she storms out the door. I'm like... Get her. Get her. Get her. She didn't get away. Karen screwed. It's hard to find somebody on busy River Street, but. Go find that Karen. Oh, they're all. But they're, but they're all. Don't, not to be outdone, this lady inside saw. This guy looks like he's having a hard time. Oh, oh guy's got a text from the Karen Network. Yep, that guy needs to be fucked with. So here's Karen's little sister, about 24 years old. Hey, I'm going to get the scallop baptizer. Uh, we're out of scallops right now. We actually just ran out like a couple minutes ago. She's like. All right, well, can I have, you know, time goes by, I come back to the table. I'll have the shrimp and scallop pasta. I'm like, we're out of scallops, so there's be extra shrimp. She's like, well, can I have crab in there instead of scallops? I'm like, yeah, it'll just be picked apart crab. Like, I can't even crab legs in there. She's like, well, we really came here for the scallops. I'm like, well, we don't, we don't have any scallops. She's like, we'll think about it for a little while. All right, I come back. Any questions? Sure, you don't have like any scallops back there at all? <laughs> and I was like, what? She's like, I mean, maybe you can get some from next door. And I was like, nah, we don't have any scallops. Come I'll think about it for a little longer. Okay. They get one app. And I'm, I'm, give, I'm giving them all the time. I'm talking to everybody else. I'm in the same room with them. I'm ignoring them. Like, she actually keeps saying, I'm trying to get me. I'm like, uh-uh. Uh-uh, you dumb bitch. I come back to the table. You know what she asked me? Hey, you guys uh, get a chance to find these scallops? Maybe you just need to thaw them out. And I'm like, actually, that's the password. You ask three times if I've got scallops, and I've got fucking scallops Beetle, now. Beetle, 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 you Beetle. had to say it three times, and you slid in because you, you, you knew our secret. Like, it's like a secret menu item. I tell you I'm out of this thing repeatedly and repeatedly, but if you ask so much, I go, you know what? Surprise, they were in my butt crack the whole time. Here's your ass scallops, Karen. <laughs> scallops ask cargo. Scallops ask cargo. But thankfully... In the room with, well, I didn't. I didn't know that most people didn't know that. Is if you ask for an item that they don't have, <laughs> is, if you ask it the third time, like it's, it's, Beetlejuice, it's it in. appears magically. Thank God, there's a seven top in the room. And this is a small room where every table can hear much every other table. Yeah, and I thought this, this, this ends up being the most Karen Darren heavy room because of the proximity. It leads to the audacity of said Karens or Darrens being broadcast to others, which you could you know, commiserate with after the Karen and Darren outbreak. Like the guy that tried to fight sure. me for the story could, I never told. It can go both ways, though. Yeah. Either you get sympathy from the other tables, or this other character is like, I'm them. not to be outdone. They Costanza. Yeah, the Karen squared. Yeah. So the seven top, they're all early 20s. Hey, guys, uh, here's the drinks I, I really enjoy. I'll be back in a minute. I can see everybody's ID. I come back. One person has all seven IDs in their hand. 
Boom, 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 boom. Knock them all out. I didn't look at their faces because they were so organized. I was happy. Hey, is this going to be on one check? And then Gordo goes, one check, we'll Venmo each other. And I'm like, thank you. I love you. And I, I, I said, I love you the most. Whatever you want, you get it first. Because <laughs> she really, you know, it kind of helps some. That table of kids I told you about last two weeks ago where I said, they, they were like, yeah. we're, we're all going to, I go, I love you. And then when I walked away, they go, we love you too. I thought they listened to your mom's house. Oh, yeah. I love you too. I love you, Jeans. Oh, I poop, poop. But it got worse for this table, though. One girl's sandwich comes out, and there is a a lengthy piece of hair in the, in the sandwich. And she goes, "Hey, uh, I'm I'm sorry to say this, but there's a hair on my sandwich." I'm like, "Why are you sorry? We're sorry." She apologizes through the whole. I'm like, "Look, I'll be right back. Do you want something different?" She's like, "No, just make that again without any hair or tomatoes in it." And I was like, oh, <laughs> "We got one part right. I didn't know I needed to put open prep. No hair, please." <laughs> so, because all she did was cut the sandwich in half. Hmm. Yeah. There's a hair in there. Most so of she's the like, uh. yeah. And so I'm like, I go back to the kitchen. Hey, there's a legit hair in this. Show the manager. And the kitchen guys, which was, as a lot of kitchen guys do, they're not going to apologize for anything they do wrong. But you fuck up one thing, you better suck someone's dick back there. Yeah. It's always the front of house as well. Yeah. Yeah. So he, th- he's like, I mean, one guy goes, well, whose hair it could be? I'm like, the person that just said whose hair it could be, it's your hair. And I point at him. I'm like, it's your hair. And this guy, Billy, and I are pretty cool. He's the only person with long gray hair in the kitchen. Yeah. Everybody else is black. Yeah. There's not a lot of long, straight gray hairs coming off of black people unless they get their hair permed out. Um, and so I'm like, it's definitely your hair. Well, not to be outdone, there's a new guy in the kitchen. His name is Michael Myers. He's a dishwasher. If you're in Chatham County and you looked at the Gazette Alestlog Facebook page, he got arrested June 27th, I think, named Michael Myers. And people like obviously roasting this dude. For a knife His crime? mugshot is, no, for, uh, <laughs> for, uh, for an indecent exposure. But... That's how you know it's what it was. Decent exposure, drunk in public, and like fighting arrest. He was drunk peeing behind peeing a dumpster by, or yeah. something, or shitting in a pizza box, something, something, and got and got caught. <laughs> and so I go back. I think you can get arrested. So he that goes, shit. "Can I have that sandwich?" And I was like, sure. "I went to throw it away." He's like, "Oh I'll, I'll, no, can I have it?" I was like, "Sure." He's like, "I mean, the one took a bite of it." I'm like, "We should put her hand on it." Can I have it? He goes. I don't care. <laughs> this is pre me knowing about his arrest that, okay, I, sure, that yeah. I ran into later and was like, sure, man. Then I saw this. Like, oh, this makes sense. This guy eat or somebody. So, anyways, to go, obviously, I was like, I told the manager, so we're, we're comping app sandwich dessert. She's like, I mean, I guess I'm like, we're comping. I'm not asking anymore. I'm telling you, we're comp- someone's got a hair in their food. You're going to comp their appetizer, their their entree, and their dessert. You make them get a dessert if they don't even want one, just so you can take it off the bill to show them, like, thank you for being cool. Because she was super cool. Manager went over there. She was super cool. She's like, well, I guess we can do that. I'm like, we are doing that. I'm telling you. I'm not asking you right now. That, this that, is protocol. That, that tiny loss is nothing. Pay, is nothing compared to the dividends that it will pay when that person it's a seven tells- top. I could tell someone that had been in the industry. They're younger. They, they're social media, you know, savvy. They're, they're talking about that stuff. You want to do this. And this, the manager is 29, so she's not as seasoned as I am, sure. which is always fun getting boss around by somebody who's 13 years less experience than you and actually only bartended at Wild Wing for a few years, so like not yeah. a ton of experience, but doing the best you can. Anyways, so I comp that. I'm like, Here, here's the bill. 30% cash tip. Nice. Ah, and, kiss. and when they leave, the girl who I loved said, I hope your day gets better after what you had to deal with. She, she, oh, heard. she heard the scallops. Uh, so Karen's Karen's aren't born, they're made. Yes. Right? If you have bad experiences, like finding a hair in your food when you're 24 years old, and the server doesn't at least try and comp you, yeah. apologize, not make a deal out of it, not start asking questions like, you sure it's not your hair? That's the genesis of Karen's. Oh, yeah. 
is you if you if you would have approached it differently if you would have let the kitchen or the manager decide that no they're you know fuck her for saying there's a hair and it's not my hair another sandwich yeah if you hadn't it's done probably that, her hair if you hadn't done that you could have spawned a karen that would have affected your children at some point <laughs> or yeah. our children yeah karens aren't born karens aren't beat enough that's for damn sure they're made so, but speaking of food, uh, fine food, like fine we were food. talking about earlier. Oh, no, 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 no. Speaking about fine drinks that people <laughs> love. I'm glad you mentioned this because I almost forgot about this. I get a blue helicopter situation the other day. We need a siren for that. <laughs> <laughs> blue helicopter. I immediately, uh, I immediately. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Get, what's the get to the chopper? Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. That could be your blue helicopter sound. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get to the chopper. So redneck-ish older couple comes up. Guy gets right right at the beginning. I can tell they're like uh, they're from a small town and they're used to Debbie, their lady that yep, knows exactly yeah. what they want. That's up to their table right at the moment. So they sit down. They're like they're kind of snippy. Yeah, ultra in the water. Right. I was like, cool, whatever. I'm not really that bothered by them because we're kind of busy and like, I just don't, didn't give a shit. I was like, you guys getting food? Yeah. Bring them the food. I mean, bring them the menus. A few minutes later, they're like, you know, we're going to wait a little while, but you know, we'll get food in a minute. All right. So now the, we've taken it down a level. Like, I'm like, okay, at least they're not like, you know, wait on me, you, you know, wait at my every yeah, whim. Immediately like, get Yeah. So the guy goes, hey, but uh, you ever heard of a insert, insert fucking name here? It wasn't blue helicopter, but it might as well have been something. An electric handstand. Well, not even that. It wasn't even close. It was, it was called. You had never heard of before. Yeah, it was called like a, a Clark T. Griswold. Uh, you ever heard of a St. Augustine sidecar? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, not a, a granddaddy's grasshopper, you know, uh, a Florida fluoride. I don't know. What, whatever the thing was. So he said it. a strip club. So he said it, and I go, would that be a Long Island with blank or blank? Yeah. And fucking, of course it was. Yeah. All right, so what it was, was a Long Island, no triple sec, please, add a shot, add an extra shot of tequila and melon pucker. All right, here's the thing. You don't need an extra shot <laughs> in a Long Island. Wait, are you using the mix? Are you, all right, so here's the thing. We use the mix, and I knew- So you might need the extra shot. So here's the thing. Well, I assumed that he would kind of eyeball me, because if you're ordering something super specific like that- they might want you to actually take all of the separate liquors, which is a waste of time anyways, because you'd rather have the mix. If, if you if you want a cheap Long Island, you yeah. want it all white liquors anyways. You don't want a bunch of different random colors yeah. in there and all that shit. So I used the mix. I put the uh, sour in. I put an extra shot of tequila in and the melon liqueur in. And I mix that up. You guys little- use a lot of melon liqueur, so it's probably, you probably, that bottle is probably what? I don't know. <laughs> There's a kid driving a car somewhere yeah, right yeah, now. Like the, the, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, cause I, I can't remember the last time I I've told the story about before. I think about me going up there and getting uh, either Kahlua or Bailey's. Yeah. I was trying to, I was at, had a date at my house out yeah. here and I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm missing this one ingredient for whatever I needed. And so I was like, hey, I drove up there. I was like, can I have a cup of Bailey's for whatever I'm making? Yeah. And you were like. Did you get, yeah, I was like, you, uh, like, you don't, me, you don't like, want this yogurt. You know what? You sure? And I was like, yeah. And then like you handed it to me. It was cool because you put it in this cup holder. It doesn't, it doesn't slosh to spill because it's solid. <laughs> <laughs> I think no, at the house we were like, we were like, you, know, like you know what? We'll, we'll skip this ingredient. So then I mix all the all the things that because you, you know uh, the typical Long Island is all of those ingredients plus sour and then Coca Cola on top. Yeah. So I mix so all the sour things. and melon. Oh, sour <laughs> melon. Okay. 
So mix all those things together before. This guy have all of his teeth? But uh, he did actually. Okay. Don't know if they were real though. Okay. Could have been too, too many teeth suspects. Too many teeth. Kind he's of. He's talking like that, and kind you're like, of. wait a minute. No, you know what? I can tell when people have dentures about the way that they speak, and he didn't. So I'll put the splash of coke on top. This is an ungodly color of a drink. Like this is a color that does not occur in nature. This is this is not a color that you want to see. Okay, it looks like the LA River or something like. That. I mean, it's just. So it's I'm like a weird it. color of brown. Like yeah, a, it's like, like a, a, it's. A, there's right. no crayon like crayon to describe this. Brown is the worst color. Somehow right, this is two worse colors than brown. Yeah, and then I'll get it there. All right, it would be algae and uh, when that lady ate oysters out of season, what her poo looked like. Okay, okay, those together. It was the gnarliest colored thing I've ever seen. I give it to the guy, and I hide for a minute because I'm like, who if it, he might die if he drinks this. So you I didn't got, you didn't do the straw taste? You know, oh, you don't straws. We That's don't right. Straws. Damn. So you should pull a straw out of your pocket. I hand, I hand it to the guy, and I duck out of the way for a second. And I'm like, Ugh. all right, I got to make eye contact. So I peek around the corner. He's almost flagging me down like he – like he just hit that 1.5 billion lottery. He goes, brother, this is the best uh, Marlon Monroe's grasshopper I've ever had. I was like, are you serious? He goes, yeah, brother. Make my wife one. Take a little taste out of it. <laughs> I was like, you know you what? got to now. Now I have to. I'll drink antifreeze once. I'm, I mix it all together. Literally, I poured it in. It tasted like antifreeze. And it had the spice of wasabi somehow or horseradish. What? It was a bit at that, that front tongue bite it was like okay it was like if you poured tequila over a nine volt battery and stuck it to your tongue so tequila ecto cooler and a nine volt battery ecto cooler yes but like the original print run of ecto cooler well there's like recipes to make like i watched i've been watching the bear a lot of people listening probably have been watching the bear i'm talking about the but original he makes he makes, yeah. he makes, he his, makes, he makes homemade ecto cooler for a uh, kids yeah. party and spoiler if you haven't seen the episode he, they accidentally put like a uh, half a bottle of xanax in there and it's a kid's party. They're like 10 to 12 years old or whatever. At least and, they slept. And the, 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 guy, the guy who's like making the, who's yeah. the host of the party walks out and is like, I'm okay with this. So what do you think that I was afraid of happening after I you made liked it? it. You liked no, it? No, I hated it. Oh, okay. I, I hated it. What else do you think that I was afraid of besides a, besides a, a drain uh, in the middle someone of my else, shop? Someone else being like, oh, I want one too. He talks one more person into getting it. Now, it's, for me, it's not super hard to you make. You get to this bottle of melon before it's right? For me, it's not like super hard to make, and it's not that big of a bitch, and we're not that busy. But every time you make it, you're just kind of cringing. Well, I only made it one more time because I made it for that person, and they were like, okay. <laughs> and they're trying to be polite. Can I get this, a Sprite on the side? They're trying to be polite to this old couple, you know? How old is this guy? Um, 60. But he might be a Mennonite, and he could be 42. I don't know. That's the thing. Old enough to not have the ID. Okay, so. And, yeah, so. So this other this other lady gets it, and I was like, "You don't have to pay for that. Don't worry." You know, like all, all ingredients said and done for that thing that I made probably cost like eighty cents, really. You know, so she's just sitting there trying to drink and be polite. So I'm thinking this dude's gonna sit there and drink ten more of these or whatever because he loves it so much. They only have one each, hundred percent tip off of someone that I thought I was gonna get a ten percent tip off of. That's pretty good. If, you, you ever went through a strong drink phase when you were younger? So I'm I'm a math guy. You know, a little scientist in me. I, when I was younger, I justified to myself that getting strong drinks saves you money in the long run. Every kid did that. <laughs> I would drink Coke and 151. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I made a drink that I called, we called Jump. 
It was in a water, a jump, rope for heart water bottle. That's why I made it the first couple times. It was 10 shots of Wild Turkey 101 uh-huh. and five, with enough Coke to fill up the rest of it, like yeah. five to six shots of Coke. And we called it Jump because I had to rope for heart bottle. And I would just sip on that yeah, throughout yeah. The whole, like a whole night of okay. drinking and just get lit, lit off that. But with the 151 and Cokes, when they had bottomless cup nights at bars, used to do that. I don't know if they still do, but like, it would be bot- yeah, bottomless cup till 10 o'clock. Well, just bring a gallon of water. It's empty. Just keep orders 151 and Cokes, strain the ice, and pour it into the gallon in the parking lot in your car. Oh, God. <laughs> and save it so when it turns t- 10 o'clock, bottomless cups are done. You're like, I'll just have a Coke. And then you just All right, yeah. titrate it in. So, titrate, you, yeah. you have returned. That's uh, very tenable. We had the B252 bomber. Can you guess what a B-252 bomber is? Well, it's not a real plane, right? It's, on, it's only two ingredients. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Wild Turkey 101 plus Bacardi 151 equals a oh, B-252. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> what's, the, what's the other one? All right, there's a few of those. There's the four horsemen. Jack, Jim, Jose, Jose and well, Johnny. Johnny. Any scotch would work, though. Yeah. Any any of the – you could do the cheap. The four, the four horsemen, um, the 252. Uh. Uh, we didn't call it, what did we call Wiley it? had a drink called the 2012, which was te- right. which was tequila and five hour energy mixed together. <laughs> <laughs> Things I don't there's, need. There's a visceral reaction from yeah, from yeah. the from the camera crew over there. And it, but if you, if you meet Wiley, you go okay, okay, I see it, I can see it. Someone out there in their earbuds are like, oh yeah, 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 I see that five hour energy. One uh, of the ones I did growing up, which I'm not. Proud to admit this. None brother. of us are proud. It was, it was um, hot chocolate and vodka, which was not good. <laughs> hey, vanilla vodka. No, hot it was, chocolate. It was Bailey's, just like and Bailey's. Yeah, whatever, hot chocolate. Whatever I could like snag. The first thing I ever got drunk off of Kahlua and milk. So no hate. First drunk. That was what I had. That, that was what I had in my house. Kahlua and milk. Your first drunk. All right, my first drunk. Come here. This is a good. So my the first time at twenty one. Definitely. At yeah, 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 definitely yeah. at twenty one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even live this house when I was. So my my first time getting drunk. I went behind my house at a bar in our house when I was a kid until I was like 13 or 14. We moved somewhere else. Yeah, like a full stock bar. They had big parties and stuff. Like it was like a, my dad would sit there and bartend for Christmas parties and stuff. So I was like, I want to get drunk with my friend. So we took probably a jump of our water bottle, whatever. We took a water bottle and just put a little bit of everything. The suicide. Of everything behind the bar in there. Yeah, I've done it. And uh, I've done it with Gatorade. I didn't get was, drunk that night because I, I pretended to drink it, and my friends yeah. did. And I was oh, like, yeah. "This is disgusting. I'm not doing this." We we did it with Gatorade. It would be every liquor that was at the person's parents' house, and then a little Gatorade on. Oh, top. I got drunk on Gatorade and vodka when I was like 14. Uh, back at Huckapoo's, they they had went through a phase where they only drank YooHoo and vodka. Vanilla vodka. And at nine good. o'clock at night, they would go get ten YooHoo's. Mix it with vodka. So do not feel shameful about hot chocolate and vodka. No. This well, is cold. Like, ju- you're telling yourself like, oh, this thing's really gross, but this is delicious. This is going to work if out. If I can meet in the middle. And it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> vodka is greater than hot chocolate in power. My, so my sister, when she the first, you know, she was lucky or unlucky enough to have an older sibling who was uh, near to well at times. So she wanted to go drink with her friends at... 20 million or whatever fucking age she was probably like 14 or 15 she's like, what? She's like I don't want to I don't like the taste of alcohol what can I mix with apple juice and I was like I guess vodka would yeah. be the best thing. I mean look she's 14 or 15 I'm 17 or 18 I don't know and maybe apple juice I mean like you know crown apple I don't know apple juice is not a good mixer for alcohol because it's not strong enough however she went out and got lit and when she came home 
She puked under the stairs before she went back in, uh, up into the house. So, uh-huh. You know, growing tired, the house is lifted. She puked under the stairs a bunch. And your and dad then, was there at the clipboard with her punishments. <laughs> <laughs> right? <you go. laughs> and she went inside and like pretended to be okay. And the next morning at like 6.30, I went to get paper and was like, well, Clint ain't here. And he's not a pussy. So... <laughs> Just a pile of puke it under smells the like an apple orchard down here, but not the good kind. Yeah, that, well, sorry, Charlotte, but hey. Hey, whatever. I, look, I got Charlotte a fake ID for her 16th birthday that said she was 19. So when she turned 18, she'd be 21 on it. Oh, God. oh look at you. Yeah. Uh, did it say Muhammad on there? It's the most common name in the world. Read a book, won't you? Mo- yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte <laughs> Muhammad King. Charlotte Muhammad King. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're, we're going to make a, a, a call to action. A call to action, yes. If you know any chefs... And I'm talking about like a chef. chef, not not hot dogs and shells and cheese chef. No, no, and I'm not talking about super white coat chef either. I'm talking about in the trenches. Yeah, chefs that would hate front of house type yeah. of guys. Over thirty five. Over thirty five. Th- yeah, thirty three. Now, should we say our our biggest? What we, who we want the most? So, should we put it out there like well, that? I, I'd like to get Mir Ali of Lily's Restaurant, Bar and Grill, and uh, because we both stand. Because we both know him. I, I opened that restaurant with him. I worked there for three we years. worked with him before. He's yeah. just ornery enough. Yes, yes. But well-spoken. Well-spoken. They are closed on Mondays. I mean, I'm hitting him up tomorrow to be like, hey, look, come on. Yeah. Come on. And I, he, he's worked at numerous restaurants. And so the reason he's if, worked at a lot of restaurants. Know Mir, if you haven't seen Mir on the podcast by the time you hear this, which you wouldn't have because he hadn't been here, uh, mention it to him. Be like, hey, you, you should do. Let's get on that podcast. Yeah, he's our number one get because every new restaurant that he's worked at is because he's been recruited from another, you know, because they yeah. know. I mean, our buddy Jajaric would be great, but he also is the chef for the restaurant that I worked at for six and a half years and I don't work at anymore. And they just posted their menu yesterday. <laughs> Holy fucking price increase. It is ridiculous. Chicken dish is $36. That's what I'm saying. Chicken. Chicken. Spring chicken. around chicken. And it's, it's a good dish, but it's not. <laughs> chicken. You give me chickens you can buy for $36? Chicken. At least 15 chicken. for a Mexican guy. So, All yes, right. if a chef you would like to be on. Wait, I have a chef. This guy. Come here. Come here. I have a chef for you. Guy's won, like, multiple awards. Multiple award-winning chef. <laughs> like, ten. <laughs> ten. Ten Emmys. <laughs> this guy's name is Scott. I can't remember his Scott. last name. He's with a J, I think. Jacob. 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 Scott Jacob. Chef de cuisine for the stars. I, he taught Wolfgang Puck how to cook. Uh, Maddie immediately knew. He got me on the phone so fucking bad the other <laughs> I night. I had to. He goes, dude, I've got the perfect guy, Scott. I was like, oh, Scott. Huh? Which Scott? You're like, not Scott from, uh, <laughs> from, from right here. And I was like, no, it's got, he's won a bunch of awards. It's uh, uh, There were Emmys. <laughs> I think I'm still Facebook friends with his daughter. If you oh. want me to. Yeah, yeah, please. Daughter. Yeah, yeah. If we could. We'd like to know. We'd love to have Scott on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he could bring his Emmys. <laughs> Put him right here. Give us some clout, man. We could yeah. really. I mean, you got ten. You can just give me an Emmy. We could really like piggyback off of him. Yeah, yeah. His reach has got to be oh, enormous. Yeah. I mean, he was a chef at Circa for like. God, I didn't want to put it in almost 100 hours. Yeah, at least, yeah. <laughs> Not time clocked in to the last clock out. That time at home also included that 100 hours. But yeah, so, yes. ho- yeah. Holler at us and uh, uh, please uh, subscribe to the YouTube, to if, YouTube. You, if you'd like to look at us. And you got a tease last week of some of our Patreon stuff. Yeah. Some revealing things about me. If you haven't gone and looked at the fucking picture of me at prom in the 11th grade, it's on our Instagram. P- comment. Talk shit. That's fine. I'm, uh, if you talk awkwardly, enough shit, we might have another picture for you. I've got, I, Pax and I went through, I, I pulled out my photo album the, like, of, you know, when I was a kid, I used to dodge cameras, so it was not a yeah. lot of pictures of me when I was like high schoolish age, but there's ones. 
He was treating it like the Ark of the Covenant. I couldn't get my phone anywhere near. No, no, no. Hit this photo I've got album. pictures on my phone of them, and I've shown people, like, ooh, send me that. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is mine. He is holding on to them. Because they are... Look, I'm just saying, I, you think Paxton's got some bad hair? <laughs> Woo, buddy, I made some questionable hairstyle choices this, in my life. This is a... Uh-uh. That, 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 is, that is a highfalutin 1800s British haircut. Yes. Compared to, he's a, it's a wig, you know, the powdered wigs. Woo! But uh, we're going to do a Patreon after this. I'm going to get really high here. I'm and sure, yeah. we'll, uh, but yeah, uh, thank you for so, yeah. Maddie for uh, helping thank us so out this week. We appreciate it. And uh, listen, we- follow us on Instagram. Oh yeah, we got. Uh, thank you guys. We appreciate okay, it. I, I'm gonna do this blind. <laughs> and for you. And uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>